This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by FLM Harvest, a strategic full-service creative consultancy reaching more farmers and farm leaders than any agency in the country. Learn more at flmharvest.com. Good Tuesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. Senate progress on the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement is offering a clearer picture of how quickly the deal could be ratified in the U.S., The Senate Finance Committee advanced the agreement's implementing bill today, which could clear the way for a full Senate vote on the deal soon. Speaking to reporters prior to the hearing, Committee Chair Chuck Grassley of Iowa said impeachment will loom large over the USMCA schedule. Ultimately, timing is up to Leader McConnell, and when Speaker Pelosi decides to send over articles of impeachment from last year, and you have to remember the seesaw between USMCA and impeachment is this simple. When impeachment articles arrive, they have precedent over everything else in the United States Senate. He says if impeachment doesn't move forward soon, USMCA will be a top priority for Senate Republicans. Uh, USMCA has long been a top priority of mine, as well as Senate Republican majority. So the fact that it has that sort of priority, everything else except impeachment would be less prior consideration than USMCA. This afternoon, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell said he had the votes to set rules for the impeachment proceedings in the Senate, and House Speaker Nancy Pelosi has yet to submit the articles of impeachment to the Senate. No matter if impeachment is addressed before or after USMCA, Grassley expects the deal to be addressed by the end of the month. If the articles of impeachment don't come up, I would say by next week for sure. But if articles of impeachment come up, they could be the end of the month. Grassley also said there could be a parliamentary hang-up requiring sign-off from other committee chairs. He didn't anticipate that sign-off would be an impediment to the deal's passage, but said it could slow the process. There's more on the USMCA effort on agripulse.com as well as in tomorrow's Agripulse newsletter. The American Petroleum Institute has a few biofuel-related policy items for 2020. Agripulse's Ben Nully has more. A top priority of the petroleum sector this year will be fighting the expansion of gasoline blended with 15% ethanol, or E15. Mike Summers is president and CEO of the American Petroleum Institute. Speaking during a conference call before his State of American Energy address this morning, he says most engines today can't handle E15 blended gasoline. We are very concerned about the expansion of E15 in the United States because it, most uh, of the, the vehicles in the United States, particularly smaller vehicles, smaller motors uh, that are used in uh, lawnmowers or ATVs or boats, are just not built for that fuel. So that's one of the big concerns that we have about the expansion of of ethanol in this country. Monty Shaw is executive director of the Iowa Renewable Fuels Association. Shaw discounted Summers' claim, saying his argument is baseless. They try to say, oh, well, they aren't specifically warranted for it. Well, automakers do not warranty fuel, okay? The fact of the matter is that the law allows you to put E15 in all 2001 and newer vehicles on the road. If you have a small engine or an off-road engine, you should not put E15 in it. That's what E10 is for. And if you go to the Outdoor Power Equipment Institute, they'll, they'll tell you E10 is good for all of those engines. Growth Energy CEO Emily Score said, quote, New Year, same old smear campaign, end quote. She argued 95% of small engine owners can find it easy to choose the right fuel. President Trump announced the year-round sale of E15 last May. Prior to that, E15 could not be sold from June 1st through September 15th. 
Ben Nully, AgriPulse. Finally today, Secretary of State Mike Pompeo says he does not plan to run for the Kansas Senate seat vacated by the retirement of Senate Ag Committee Chair Pat Roberts. Pompeo previously served in the House where he was instrumental in writing a GMO labeling bill that was championed by ag groups. House Ag Committee member Roger Marshall is running for the seat with a handful of other Republicans, including former State Secretary of State Chris Kobach. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse update is brought to you by FLM Harvest, a strategic, full-service, creative consultancy proud to reach more farmers, farmer boards, and food and commodity associations than any agency in the country. Learn more at FLMHarvest.com. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit AgriPulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.